What's up, folks? It's Notes of a Goon. We're many episodes deep. Many, many episodes. So I'm not even going to say the number because I can't even remember it. I'm your host, Chris from Brooklyn, and I'm joined, as always, by my stalwart producer, Mike Harrington. How are you, Mike? I'm feeling stalwart as ever, Chris. Now, here's the thing, Mike. It's, it's a real quick thing. It's a real simple problem, but... um. Now, Mike, very early on in the show. Now, I'm going to say this right now. Now, Mike, you got me booked on Kill Tony, right? That was your doing. I mean, I, I had a hand in it. Uh, I mean, I, I mean, you were saying that I like you did you did that. It was it was mostly you, right? I'm saying I did what you asked me to do. Uh, I don't even know what you're talking about. Yeah, you, you, you're going around telling people you got me booked on Kill Tony. Widely being considered the worst episode of Kill Tony of all time. Why would you book me on the worst episode of a podcast of all time, Mike? That's such a fucked up thing to do. You're right. That's... It's such a it, it's such an asshole thing. Why would you do that to me? Did you know that this was going to happen? You know, you know. I, I we're trying to help Tony out. We've got seven billion listeners over here. We're going over there, get him a little bump. You know what I mean? Worst episode of all time. Jesus, Mike. I take this no, how, that's how you sold it to me. I take no credit for this episode. <laughs> Damn, dude. I'm glad you got on there, though. That's fun. That sounds fun. Uh, it was fun. I had a good time. Some other people, not so much. Uh, but, I mean, did you have some sort of angle on this? You wanted to bring something up with this last week, and you said you were annoyed. What was I annoyed about? I have some about a uh, uh, text that you sent to Tony Hinchcliffe for me. No, it's just the most awkward interaction I've ever had in my life. It's not the most awkward interaction. You, I mean, you got blown by women who wouldn't take you home because you were homeless. Yeah, that wasn't that awkward. That was actually kind of awesome. You got you got blown by a machine and a woman at the same time <laughs> while you couldn't get your penis hard because all of your friends were laughing in the lounge here at Cast Digital. Yeah, that was none of those were awkward conversations. After mm. that was just man, that was fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> So what was so awkward about the conversation? I had to, uh, I had to, I had to reach out to a guy who's like, "Well, you offered." Let's just bring this up. I did you, not. You threw this in my face last week. You did offer. When did I offer? You said, uh, 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 "You said you should go and kill Tony." I was like, "Well, you have on this very show." And you, uh, you said, "Well, you have Tony Hinchcliffe's phone number, don't you?" And you said, "Yes, I do." And I said, "Well, are you going to text him?" And you said, "Yes, I will." I mean, it seems like it was more of a you thing than a me thing. <laughs> you think that's? Wait, this is how we're spinning this? Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not going to go back and listen to find out how this actually went down. Yeah, and you're not going to check the email, askthegoon at gmail.com, for the answer if there's somebody sends it to us. You're right. I don't even have the password to that. Exactly. Only I don't even have do. I actually don't have the password to it. It's just logged in on my phone. At some point, we'll have to get a different email. <laughs> Sick. So there we are. And that's what happened. That's the whole thing that happened. Uh... uh Nothing else has happened since. That's all. I mean, to give a little behind-the-scenes thing, Mike did reach out to Tony Hinchcliffe. Then he uh, didn't hear back at all. Then I did the show. Then he goes, hey, just so you know, uh, uh, sorry for that. And then Tony said, that was absolutely out of line, and you shouldn't have texted him. Is that correct? (laughs) This is what happened? Yeah, yeah. But also, apparently, Rebecca got drunk and texted him, and then maybe some other people had mentioned it to him. And then he checked up with 
as of current count, three different comedians to make sure that I was an acceptable guest. And uh, uh, all that vetting still considered widely, uh, almost unanimously, the worst episode of Kill Tony of all time. That's probably more in the comics. I you mean, know what I mean? The guys who were doing the minutes than anything. I think it was. Uh, I think it might just be hyperbole, you know? Yeah. Reasons he bias. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Any other old business we got to cover? <laughs> um, no. Old business? Yeah, that's what we usually do here. We do a quick recap. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to remember if there's anything that's like outstanding between the two of us. Mm. Oh, uh, 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 Sean Watson coming back to. That is old business. That's yeah. uh, that's Goon Squad stuff. Yeah, uh, football season has started. How are the Goon Squad? We beat Brady. They beat Brady. That's good. They are four and seven. Okay. Outside shot. Okay. They could make a run through a playoffs. Okay. There we go. Let's go. Let's go. If Deshaun wins out. Uh huh. And you know he's gonna have extra aggression because he can't get hand jobs. He can't even ask for a hand job anymore. Yeah. He can't so much as go. Huh? He can't so much as like when he's getting the front of him massaged, you know what I mean? Go and they get real near your cock and you go, whoo. You know what I mean? You can't even do that. You can't flinch just a little bit. You can't just go, give him a little, whoo. Sorry, I'm ticklish in just that area right above, what is that called? The pubis? Right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. That's, that's, he can't even do that because he'll probably lose his entire job. So you know he's, he's going to be really aggressive. Do you think he's strictly male masseuses now? You think he's just straight up fucking male masseuses? No. Because <laughs> no. I feel like male, male masseuses wouldn't snitch. It's true. I feel like male masseuses are like, look, I know what I got in this game for. Hand jobs. Yeah. I'm a grown man. I know what I'm. By the way, have I, know I what this is about. Have I told you that basically Justin Silver is Johnny Drama from Entourage? Because every time there's like a male and a female masseuse at Skankfest, he just goes, you got to go to the dude. And I'm like, no, you do this to me every time. The girls are fine. They're also professional masseuses. I don't like being rubbed by a man in front of 50 other people, you fucking weirdo. Yeah, that is just something that feels like Justin's like, I feel safe with a man. Just in a man's arms. Yeah, it's just, what the fuck is he doing? He's just like, nah, you gotta go to the dude. I'm like, girls give good massages. Like, it's fine. Just let a girl touch you. In a way, where you feel a little vulnerable. It's fine. I'll be honest, the first time I ever got like a really good, you ever get a bad, legitimate massage, Mike? No. Never. Like legitimate? I have gotten like legitimate massages at like real like massage parlors, spas that have been bad from women. I've gotten better rub and tug massages than some massages I've gotten. But anytime I've gotten an actual good, like deep tissue massage from a woman, the first time it happened, dude, I was making noises. Yeah. Oh, dude. A good massage, it's unparalleled how fucking fantastic that is. I mean, I had a Thai, like one of those Thai massages where like they just straight up walk on you. Mm-hmm. That was a lot. That sounds great. That's what I want. I fell asleep. I want to feel half dead when I'm get, done getting massaged. I want that girl's, I want her to be calloused up from having to work the knots out of my fucking neck. I mean, I um, want her to feel like death. There's, I, I feel like there is something for like, yo, if I fall asleep, because I'm getting massaged that good. Mm-hmm. You did a great job. No. Yeah, I want to. No, I no. I want to be in pain. I don't want to be falling asleep. I want it to hurt. You can't fall asleep through, like, 
Uh, not the way I like it. I like the, the stepped on. I was fucking... getting stepped on. It just fell asleep. Really? Yeah. <sighs> I like the idea that you got like a, a spa day gift card while you were homeless and you hadn't, you hadn't <laughs> been on a bed in so long. <laughs> That's why you fell asleep. Dude, no bed. Mats on the ground. On the ground? Yeah. Jesus. Oh, because she was walking on you. Yeah. Ooh, that sounds great. It's tight. Oh, and every time I get like a legitimate massage, the lady goes, what are you doing all the time? And I go, what do you mean? And they're like, the amount of tension in your neck and shoulders is insane. And I was like, that, you just say it to, I think, I'm like, you just say it to all dudes. It's like saying a guy is a big cock. It's like, a, you know, it's like a hooker saying you got a big cock. Yeah, you just you know carry I mean? a lot of stress. Yeah, you man. carry a lot of stress. It seems like you're doing a lot of work. You're working hard. You're working hard, huh, daddy? That's what she's doing, that little fucking slut. She's going, yeah, you fuck, you're fucking lying. Now, you know what? Now I don't even believe a masseuse that I actually am stressed out. They're all playing the game, dude. These fucking, you can't trust a woman. You know what? Maybe I have to start getting fucking massaged by dudes. I feel like, a, I, but you know what? I'll tell you what. The dude, I, I fucking let Justin talk me into getting rubbed down by a dude <laughs> in Houston. And fucking, that dude was even like, something wrong with your neck. What? <laughs> Did he say it like that? What? Or did he say it like, damn, honey, your neck is rough. It wasn't. No, it, he like did he was say not it, hitting on you. While... He did say it like a dude. Like, he didn't say it like the way a lady's like, wow, you carry a lot of tension. In your neck. <laughs> he was just like, damn, dude, it's very tight in here. And I was like, I think he could <laughs> sense that I was being peer pressured by my gay friend into getting a massage from a man. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I feel like that is a, that's a gay way of hitting on someone, too, though. It's just like... I don't know. Do gay guys hit on... Because anytime I've ever been hit on by a gay dude, it's usually like a femier gay dude. I've never been hit on by like a, 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 a traditionally masculine dude. I guess they'll just kind of be like, eh? And you'd be like, nah, no thanks. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sorry, bud. I just happen to be in here. Beers are $2. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't notice all the flags. Just saw the sandwich board. Sorry, bud. I did used to go into, there's like a blue collarish gay bar not far from here. You know that place, Phoenix Bar? Yes. Okay. So that bar has, ha, used to have like the best happy hour in the neighborhood. It was like, it was literally $2 Bud Lights. It was $3 for a beer and a shot. And uh, they had open mics there and shit. So I would go do the open mic and then I'd be like, well, three hours to High Society Radio. I may as well just down a couple beers with the fellas. And that place is like kind of like a blue collary gay bar. I mean, I don't know what goes on after dark, but the happy hour crowd was certainly very gay, but like, they all look like you, but actually wore sleeves. Can we do a Notes of a Goon happy hour show from Phoenix Bar? You want to do, you want to go to Phoenix Bar? I don't know how it is now. I haven't been in there since the pandemic. I think it'd be fun, dude. Yeah. Yeah. A blue collar gay bar. I mean, it is pretty blue collar. There's another one. There's that one that's like super gay right by the 4th Street um, New York Comedy Club, but then there's another bar. Right past that, there's like Queen Mary on the corner, but then there's another one that just looks like an Irish bar. And then you go in there and you go, Oh, this is a gay bar, but it like it just looks like an old Irish. Like I always say, there's a lesbian bar in a uh, Park Slope called Ginger's that I used to just go into because they had five again. I just see the sandwich board, I don't know what it is about gay bars that they have the best specials. Like, <laughs> that's what it is, dude. They want the eye candy in there for happy hour. Maybe that's what it is. But I'm saying the lesbian bar had $5 car bombs. Like, you, you don't think that's... And they'd be like, look at you like, what are you doing in here? This is a lesbian bar. And you'd be like, I don't know. You guys are the ones uh, advertising binge drinking. 
Like, do you not think a bunch of cheap 22-year-old dudes are showing up to your lesbian bar? You have $5 car bombs, lady? Yeah, but I feel like that's the thing where it's like, that's notorious, right? Lesbians want a, want a savings. Uh-huh. That's why they drive Subarus. I thought Subarus, Subarus are not a cheap car. It's just a no, reliable car. They're reliable. They're dependable. You spend the money one time, you got uh-huh. it for good. Okay. That's fair. They like quality. All-wheel like drive? Yeah, no matter what. Yeah, lesbians do. They do love a deal. Hmm. Yeah. So it's like that. That like is like a weird Venn diagram of like people who love pussy the most. I guess, and that was like kind of before like red. Uh, what are the Jaeger bombs were a thing? It was like when car bombs were the thing. I feel like now they would do like a fireball shot or something. Just anything to get a like twenty-two-year-old college girl in there. Do you know what political lesbianism Mike is, Mike? Uh, where you bully the straight girls into doing lesbian stuff. Yeah, I used to have a joke about political lesbianism, and the only girl that ever got it was this list- lipstick lesbian that used to be at open mics when I would go to open mics. And like people would look at me like I was this horrible bigot, and this girl would laugh. And I'd be like, I mean, this, is, this joke's got legs. I don't even remember what the jo- Oh, the idea was that the existence of political lesbianism, which is a real thing, because the idea is if you're even kind of attracted to women, you should never fuck a man because it's inherently bad to fuck men, Right. So even if you're 10% attracted to women, you should deny fucking men. Like, unless you're completely straight. So obviously you get a 19-year-old girl, you go, you never thought about hooking up with a chick? Well, I mean, I guess. Well, then you should never hook up with a dude. That's like the whole thing. I'm I'm realizing I should uh, uh, come back and talk about this. Now, now, you know, this is why we do this show. Uh, But so the whole idea of that was to me, it was like any time a guy hits on a lesbian aggressively, the political lesbians, the most aggressive lesbians, have created the situation where it's sort of okay for some dude bro to try to turn a lesbian. Because you don't know which ones of them have been gaslit into being lesbians. You understand? You think they're all get like the so that's the first I'm hearing of the term political lesbian. Meaning I, I always thought it to be a thing where it's like if you're even ten percent attracted to women, uh-huh. you need to be banging chicks as well. No. Look it's it up. like you Let's need to never be banging dudes. Yeah, that's the thing. Uh, let's see. Lesbianism. I'm not going to spell lesbianism right. I got it. Um, political lesbianism or sexual orientation is... Uh, and fe- is a political and feminist choice and advocates lesbianism as a positive alternative to homosexuality. Heterosexuality. Heterosexuality. So that means I always they- think of it's like if you're fucking dudes, you got to be gay. That's how straight I am. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but this is saying like, look, if you would, if you'd make out with a chick, you should never fuck a dude. If you'd make out with a chick, that means you got to eat her puss. You it's like to. that. It's like that scene in uh, uh, when they hook when they hook Leonardo DiCaprio and heroin in Basketball Diaries. <laughs> <laughs> you just smoke weed for it. That stuff doesn't do anything. You you do that, you might as well do coke. If you can do coke, you might as well do heroin. If you just snort heroin, you might as well shoot. Makes sense to me. Let's go. Now you're on the team. Now start munching that clam, you fucking hua. Yeah, get in there. Yeah, you fucking pig. <laughs> I like to think that butch lesbians are worse than men to their chicks. Not Probably not to their chicks, but to, like, bar sluts. Yes. Oh, yeah. They're smutting out bar sluts. They're throwing a fist in there without even asking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No sure. spit. <laughs> just some curious. Yeah, just boom. <laughs> They're gearing up. College sophomores. 
they're they're fucking laying in a fucking tight sophomore box like they like those fucking punching machines that you get tickets out of and fucking Dave and Buster's <laughs> just whoom, whoom, just watching their eyes spit in their fucking head see what their fucking scores are <laughs> hitting the clip like a speed bag. I'll tell you, those are always the. I am more concerned with having like a butch lesbian will fucking fuck with a dude. Have you ever seen this? What do you mean? In bar, like butch, le- you have to like be very stern if they start fucking with you in a place. You have to like make it very clear that you will fucking rock their fucking skull open. <laughs> like it's a very weird thing. Like if, if like if one of those girls is like drunk and she's decided that you are the white male target that she's going to like, you got to be like, I will fucking hit you if you touch me. Like I'm going to pick up a bar stool. I'm going to break it over your fucking skull because I've seen them just like punch dudes in the fucking face in places and the dudes don't know what to do like they're just going I'm getting hit by like a large woman I can't hit them because it's still a girl like they like like there's a like whatever there's plenty of like like abuse situations in those situations I'm not like there's plenty of men that do this too but like you can always hit a man you know what I mean you're not supposed to hit a lady so are dudes are dudes getting in trouble for being like no, Yo, dude, I've seen on me. I've seen dudes get beat up because they were scared to hit like a fat lesbian chick. Right. But like, eventually they're gonna just swing back out of instinct. <sighs> what, they're just getting hit four or five times? I think yeah, man, I've seen it. Like I, dude, you have to literally be like because like, I don't want to That's like, insane. You're getting dinged up, bro. <laughs> and then and then is it like a is it like a group situation? Like four or five of them jump in? I've seen that happen. Just the one. I've seen that happen. I've seen that happen with dudes standing around going, you better not swing back. This is a female. <laughs> Wait, so dudes, other dudes will be like, yo, if you yeah. hit her, we're going to To be fair, those might have been straight girls just from the hood. I'll be honest. <laughs> um, <laughs> better not hit one of them. That's a female. I, I swear to God I've seen that in the street. <laughs> oh, that sucks. Yeah. That's a really shitty That's business. a situation You to just be run at that point. You have four girls just beating you up. Like, yeah, you can outrun four girls. That's yeah, true. You can't outrun four girls. Which four girls? I mean, I anybody can't outrun who's Brittany Griner. <laughs> anybody who's not a professional athlete or like on the Olympic uh, track and field squad. Mm. Fair. All right. Well, I think that's enough uh, old business. Political lesbianism, though. We'll clip that chunk, but now we'll leave out the part about the fighting, right? Fair enough. That's a pretty good reel without that, right? I just want to know. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to try that joke again. It's been years since I tried that joke. That's actually... I forgot all about it. Do that on stage? If you can get a girl to admit, you do that joke Well, that's the thing is a lot of times you'll be talking about this and people know what it is. But it's the kind of thing is like when you make a group when you make people uncomfortable, they won't admit that a thing is real. Right. But it's like if you can explain it in a way, uh-huh. right? Where it's like where it's that. Where like it is like a line like that. It's like, oh yeah, kinda actually that's what happened. You can get one girl to admit that. Oh, like this is the thing? Oh, like with the with like the, the basketball diaries thing? Right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I gotcha. Just one girl to be like, yeah, that's me. That's a million view clip. <laughs> yeah, I got bullied by this bitch and just some fucking WNBA ass looking bitch next to her. Like, all right. Yeah, that's fair. Thanks, this. Yeah. Well, that's the thing is I feel like people don't, people will be like, that's not a real thing. And I'll be like, a lesbian told me about it. 
Oh, yeah? Yeah, I didn't just, like, learn about political lesbianism. I don't know. You learn about things. Yeah, but usually somebody got to give me a little something. And then I'll be like, oh, I should probably go learn about that because I didn't know about that thing. And then I, like, learn too much about it. And then people are annoyed by me. <laughs> you just go autistic with the facts on a thing? Yeah, dude. I can get... Well, I had one person... Uh, I, I told the story on the show where it was, like, there was a bartender that used to work where I used to work who... Um, literally just called me out he was like i feel like you intentionally learn things that you don't care about so you can better make fun of people and i was like 100 percent. that's what i do i may have told this story but he was wearing these pink pants i was making fun of his pink pants and he had a green belt on and uh i was at the bar i said something about the pink pants and this girl was like i think they look great blah 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 and he goes see and i go look man i just think you should be wearing a white belt with those and the girl goes wait are you not wearing a white belt and i was like boom bitch and i just walked away And he came in the kitchen, and he was just like, you just learn about, you don't care about this. You're wearing Crocs. You don't care about this at all. And I was like, no, I don't. He's like, but you knew that, so you could fuck with me. And I was like, 100%. First time I ever saw those pants. I was like, I'm going to fucking learn about, because they don't look right. So you're you're doing something wrong. (laughs) Wait, wait, you look up people's individual. Oh, yeah. I will look up your outfit. (laughs) Fuck with me, dude. Let me see somebody wearing a Balenciaga shirt after this. Moving on. Would have been a great cue. Would have been a great cue. All right. So lots of things going on in the fashion world. Most of it. So we talked about, did we talk about two weeks ago, Kanye West had the plan to buy a uh, storage locker full of Balenciaga shirts, write yay 24 on them and sell them for $20. Making them an instant collector's item that anybody would want and then be able to sell for hundreds of dollars later. Yeah. Okay. I think we talked about it on the show. I'm not sure. Close that door. Um, and um, so, yeah, I think we talked about it on the show briefly. But since that's happened, now, I, Balenciaga is one of these things that's it recently blown up, correct? Within the last, like, four or five years. Okay. So, now, why has that become such a big deal? Like, a lot of it has to do with Kanye West, correct? Uh, Well, they have partnerships with a lot of massive celebrities, including, yeah, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West. Okay. Like, yeah, Rihanna has some shit with them, too. That's basically was their whole thing, right? Yeah. Okay. So, now, though... The, the controversy with them, two weeks that you pointed this out, is like it's pretty convenient this is two weeks after Kanye West wanted to use them to promote his uh, political campaign, right? Yep. They, got, uh, they had an ad that came out. Now they're suing the advertising agency? For $25 million. $25 million. So in this ad, there's a small child in front of some empty wine glasses, correct? Mm-hmm. Um. And with those empty wine glasses, uh, 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 there's the new purse that they're selling, which the purse in and of itself is not a pedophilic purse, right? It's just a teddy bear in bondage gear. Uh, Yes, correct. Okay. So now here's the thing. Now, people, if it was just this, I wouldn't have too much of an issue. If it was just this image, right, I wouldn't have... Now, I have a lot more. Now, first of all, they're also accusing everything is pedophile shit now, right? You got to find pedophilia in everything now, right? I've been thinking about this a lot. 
Now, now we're going to get to why this actually is a problematic ad, right? Um, but you got to like, and I think part of it has to do with like, people, ha- there's like haves and have nots in the world, right? And then uh, you got to you gotta find things. You got to be mad at these, like, I don't think the entire elite of the world are fucking in a pedophile cult. I think that makes no sense. Uh, I think people want to believe that uh, because their lives are shitty. And you want to be pious versus the fucking rich people. You know, I I bet there was just as much freak shit going on in the time of Caligula as what Caligula was doing. You know what I'm saying? He was just a celebrity. You don't think so? Yeah, I don't think pedophilia is any more common amongst the super wealthy as it is amongst, you know, people. Mm, I don't know. I feel like there is a thing that is directly connected between power and pedophilia. Why? Why? I feel like you can get away with it. What is that? Wh- who cares? What do you mean? If you are really testing the bonds of the, like what uh, is acceptable human behavior, you know you can get away First with murder. First of all, how have we never... Well, hold on. But nobody's ever done like a deadliest game. There's no running man scenario. Uh, Yeah. I mean, I'm sure there is, honestly. Mm-hmm. Somewhere. Um, are you? How have we not found about that? How have we, how have we not heard about that? Because they have probably all been killed. You're telling me nobody ever snitched on the running man cabal? Yep. What do you mean? Huh? Like, who would snitch? What do you mean? The, you're telling me, like, the, the... One of the bus boys at the party, at the after party? There's no, there's no bus What, is it an automat situation? They have to go get the, you, these people. These people are the wealthiest people in the world. And they're busting their own tables. They're not going to have... Like, they're not going to have people for dinner. Mm. Possibly. You know what I mean? No. Like, they're not going to have... This isn't going to be like you have these people for dinner and then say, we are playing the most dangerous game. Mm. It's like you're... You're just picking a guy to go hunt? Yeah. You're like, you're going to sit him down. You know what? It's probably more like Squid Games. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like, look, if you get out of here, you get a million dollars. No, but here's the thing about, like, people. All right. Here's, here's kind of my thing about people trying to find pedophilia everywhere right now, right? Um, Karen Feehan tagged me in a thing, a tweet or something. And then I just, like, kind of noticed a bunch of the responses to it were just people calling her a pedophile. Corinne, who you produce her podcast, was called a pedophile for just saying that she didn't think, for making a joke about the movie Cuties. Um, making a joke. Not even saying it was a good movie. She did say it was an important film. Is that what she said? Yeah. But what was the joke? It was a t-shirt. Uh, I can't remember. Um, okay. Um, but whatever. Like I said, people were calling Karen a a pedophile. And I'm going, why the fuck is this? And I just like went, I was like, I went to her YouTube page and she had some joke. There was like some 17 year old in the crowd. 
at uh, the stand or something. And she was like, I'm worried that, uh, uh, oh, you're so young. I'm wearing this short skirt. Can you see my, you can't see my pussy, can you? And the guy looked. He's like, oh my God, are you looking at my pussy? She's like, oh, you can't look at pussies. You're a child. And they're like, people were just calling her a pedophile for three weeks because people are looking for pedophiles too much. There's like 50 pedophile hunter YouTube channels. 17 is the age of consent in New York. It's fine. I mean, I've got no problem with, <laughs> first of all, woman on male pedophilia. I mean, come on. Unless it's a fucking toddler. Like, <laughs> relax. <laughs> like, once that kid is eight, I'm like, eh, it's fine. You know what I mean? Like, it's a hot chick. Do you think that, do you think there's no consequences to any of the 14-year-old boys? The 14-year-old boys getting blown by teachers? Across America. Not a single negative effect. Except maybe they might be slightly more womanizing than they would have been. But I doubt even that. Like, it's not the same as, like, a man on boy fucking. Or a ma- like, it just goes to show that men should not be fucking things. I mean, I think these political lesbians are onto something. <laughs> That's all. Only boys should be fucking. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's only only women and boys should be fucking. <laughs> Men should have to only fuck each other. I think that's actually <laughs> it's, it's clearly traumatic for everyone else to be fucked by a man. <laughs> the only people who can handle it, yeah, are other grown yeah, ass men. Yeah, no one else can handle all of this except for another dude. <laughs> it's literally the only way to go. That's it. We got to fuck dudes. <laughs> Let the kids. They say women hit their sexual peak at like 30. 18 mm-hmm. year olds bust in all the 30 year olds. Oh, okay. Dudes, big gay pile. <laughs> Just get on the pile, dude. Get in the pile. Get in the damn pile. Oh, way better society. Yeah, 100%. Way more bridges getting built. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so the actual problem, pull up the Balenciaga ad again, because this is what we were talking about. And now I think that some of this stuff with the, with the pedophilia shit and the groomer shit, I think some of it's a little overblown. I don't think it's as bad as possible. So now even this, something like this. Now, this imagery, I feel like they're saying that these are uh, BDSM outfits. But you pull up some pictures from, like, the Biker Mice from Mars, which was a cartoon that was on television when we were kids. Um, might be a little young for you. I mean, you might have been a little too old for Biker Mice from Mars. Um, but I think I was... Dude, I, I love them. I, I was w- aging out of it, I think, at the time. What's up? I was sad to hear they were canceled. Mm-hmm. Uh, Only ran for two seasons. Them and Street Sharks. Oh, yeah. Street Sharks was very good, too. Street Sharks, I'll be honest, though. Street Sharks, not as good of a story. Now, come on. That's kind of same deal. You know what I mean? They're like leather daddies. I mean, yeah, they're bikers, but they're kind of like that one guy's just wearing two bandoleros and no shirt. Literally any Native American cartoon character was kind of a naked gay guy. (laughs) Apache Chief from the Super Friends. Uh, John Redcorn from King of the Hill. That... All right, so bring up the, the, the Native American centurion. Now, they all had full suits on, except you had to see the Native American guy's nips. That's Apache Chief. 
Now bring up the centurion, Native American centurion from the cartoon. You had to see, for some reason, you had to see the Native American's nips. They were shirtless people, from what I understand. Nothing? I mean, that's the idea, but yeah, that's not the actual image from the cartoon. I think that was a, uh, like one of those like Mondo design things where they do the like minimalist representation of it. Well, if you can't find it, I'm sure it's not the easiest thing to find. Yeah. Although, goddamn, do I love me. Oh, dude, this, I mean, honestly, the toy is just dope. Oh, of that dude? Yeah. No, that, oh yeah, that's him. (laughs) All the other Centurions had full shirts on. (laughs) And he just had the fucking, like, the shit around his his pecs? Yeah. Yeah, he just has, like, the, and it was, like, bondage-looking gear. It was fucking stupid. But, um, I'm just saying, he's like, this isn't that far-fetched. And it's like, we say, you know, I feel like there, I feel like if you went through, like, the episodes of Animaniacs, there was a leather mask zipper thing. You know what I mean? The Simpsons, they found, um, didn't they find a gimp mask in the 33 films? You know, they did the uh, Pulp Fiction parody in the 33 short films about Springfield. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? So they did the rubber ball and all that shit. You know what I mean? Um, So that's what I'm saying. It's like there's all sorts of shit the real reason why this is creepy, pull it back up, uh, the Balenciaga thing, is because apparently, and this is what a lot of people said, there's a there's actual papers that they had to go and print out. Uh, it's not this image. There was an image with some papers on the table, the one where the kid is uh, sleeping on the couch near the wine bottle, which they also said was weird. But, you know, little kids are around dinner parties, and they, like, sleep on couch. You know what I mean? Like It's like I was around adults that were drinking wine all the time when I was a kid. I'm sure you were, too. Um, but there's one thing where there's just some papers in the corner and somebody zoomed in on it and it was this weird statute, um, about kitty porn. And it was like, all right, well, you had to print that out. Yeah, this is it. Um, so yeah, this is a statute on, uh, child pornography and people recognized it, um, and it was something where it was supposed to be about uh, protected speech or something, or something that depicts child's under de- protected speech and it was like thrown out or something. And they, they, they chose to put that. Yeah, that's not even in the same series of ads. So it's like that's like the ad agency just printed that out and put that there. Now, whoever thought that was fu- like maybe somebody thought that was funny to try to troll Balenciaga. I don't know. But it's that's what makes this suspect, right? That's what made me go, all right, we live in it. Like, you know, every once in a while something comes up and I go, all right, we live in a simulation. Because I can't possibly believe in a pedophile cabal. What, did you say why? Um, yeah, why can't you believe in that? Uh, it just, I can't, you've heard me talk about this ad nauseum. I can't imagine being one of the most powerful people in the world and being like, you know what I want to do? Fuck a kid. I don't even think he'd be good at sex. Yeah, but it's not that, dude. It's that. It's the one thing you're told. Like, yeah, there's no coming back from this. It's genuinely evil. Yeah, but I'd rather eat an adult human than fuck a kid. Like, I would rather murder and eat a person. You can come back from that. Who is? Oh, I guess General Buck Naked is a Christian now. 
Okay. I mean, is there any pedophiles that have ever come back? Not that I know of. I don't think you can, right? I think like a, a convicted pedophile? Well, I mean, there are those... I mean, there was an article I remember reading years ago in the Times. This might be 10 years ago now. Um, and we may have talked about it on the show because it's something that always stuck with me. Somebody sent this to me. It was a 15-year-old kid or a 16-year-old kid who knew he had these urges and immediately never acted on them, but immediately was like, oh, this is a problem. Like once he started getting sexual urges, he knew he had those. And he goes, oh, this is an issue. And he like went to a therapist and again, never acted on them. And just like kind of like worked on it, like started a support group for other people who had not acted on it, but were having these urges. It's like, it is a thing. That's got to be like the worst torture on earth. Like, I don't feel bad for anybody who's ever acted on it, but like, that's got to suck to just wake up with that. Like, I would rather have stage three pancreatic cancer tomorrow than be attracted to fucking children. You can beat your attractiveness to children. You cannot beat your, you cannot beat stage three pancreatic cancer. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you could just eat those fucking... They sell pills that'll chemically castrate you. Yeah, why wouldn't they all do that? A lot of them do. But here's the thing. is like, if you're chemically castrated, it doesn't prevent you from having urges. It just prevents you from getting an erection. Yeah, it still sounds like torture. Yeah, it's still... Yeah, I mean, honestly, I might kill myself. Like, if that was me, if all of a sudden you woke up with those urges tomorrow. I'm booking a one-way ticket to Saskatchewan. Why, is it legal to fuck kids in Saskatchewan, Mike? No, it's easy to get killed by the government in Canada. Oh, yeah, I guess the Canadian government will kill you. Well, we'll talk about that now, too, because it is a big week for the fashion world. On top of this Bill Enciaga ad, there's a fashion brand in Canada that released, pull up the ad, I sent it to you on uh, Twitter, uh, uh, it was an ad about, it's supposed to be for their fashion line, but they literally are just talking about the assisted suicide allowances in Canada now. And it got me thinking, between the assisted suicide and the pedophilia thing, they're just like, hey, the fashion industry is like, hey, are you a pedophile? Kill yourself. You know what I mean? It might be a real Zoolander situation going on with all these weird things. They're sinking presidential campaigns. They're getting more people to kill themselves. Because you know what we said in Canada last week? If you listened to the show last week, you know that we said uh, that Canada basically made it legal. There was a guy who uh, agreed to kill himself. His only medical condition was hearing loss. Canada just does not want to pay their medical bills. I read about another guy uh, whose issue was he couldn't get a driver's license. And now they've got this great new food product called Soylent. It's crazy. <laughs> um, so, yeah, let's watch this ad. It's very, it, very, it is actually kind of creepy, but it just tells this lady's story about how she wants to die or whatever, which, I mean, kind of gay. I mean, you want to die that bad? Last breaths are sacred. When I imagine my final days, I see bubbles. I see the ocean. I see music. So this is her uh, suicide note. Even now, as I seek help to end my life, 
There is still so much beauty. You just have to be brave enough to see it. So that chick was younger than me. Um, yeah, it's just, uh, I don't know why you would highlight that. And I guess Canada is just, uh, there's probably some people in Canada. It's a fucking sticky subject for me, right? The euthanasia thing. Because I believe in it. Like, I know y- you don't. Um, well, what do you mean I don't? You said you didn't think it was a good idea to let people legally kill themselves with pods last week. No, I said it was a great idea. Oh, okay. All right, so we're, we're in agreement. I, like, but it is like, I don't think it should be celebrated. It's like sex work. You know what I mean? Like, you should be allowed to do it, but I shouldn't, like, I shouldn't have to look up to you. You know what I mean? Like, you know how, like, people try to make that a thing? Like, there's, like, a virtue thing to sex work? You should be allowed to sell your pussy or your cock or whatever. Take fucking naked photos. I should be able to be like, eh, it's not exactly admirable work. There's plenty of work that's not admirable work. Like, if you work for a defense contractor, also go fuck yourself. Probably more so than if you're a hooker. But you know what I mean? There's non-admirable work. We're not going to sit here and go, like, I don't know, like, who do you respect more, a hooker or a garbage man? They're both dumpsters. They're both dealing with dumpsters. (laughs) Different types of fucking, you know, things. Um, Just transporting loads. Just, yeah, just just hauling loads. I don't know how I, like, but it's like, so it's this weird thing. It's like, I don't, you shouldn't be reveling in it. You shouldn't be celebrating euthanasia for, like, as somebody who has wanted to kill themselves, I'm sure you've been there. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I've been in pretty dark mental places. I don't know. Maybe if that was available, I might have done it. I don't even know. I'll be honest. Um, I would hope there'd be a doctor that would have to try to talk me out of it. I got a cat. That helped. Um, Sick. Yeah. Um. But, like, I don't, I, it's just, why would you? If they had a Freedom Roulette style one. Like, oh, yeah, that might be the way to do it. Like, all right, you can kill yourself, but it's like three card Monty. And you're, oh, you got the queen. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just like legit, something like that. Or like Plinko, maybe? You know what I mean? You'd be so excited by the time it hit the fucking thing. You'd be like, oh, no, I got to die. Yep. No way out. <laughs> Actually, Plinko might be the way to do it. It gets there, but like, all right, we can kill you now. But like, I feel so good after that game, though. Honestly, yeah, dude. If you're watching a whole thing go down, the whole dude, way. I don't think you could play Plinko without fucking feeling great about yourself. I'll be honest, I, dude. I used to love that when I was a kid. They would have Plinko on the Price Is Right. I'll tell you. I was like, why isn't this whole game Plinko? Why don't they just give a fucking half hour Plinko game, dude? If it got all the way down to live, and he still wanted to die. After playing Plinko? Yeah. For like, it, it, it took 12 seconds for that thing to get down here. And then it's like bobbing between life and death. And then it hits live and you still want to die? All right, we got to kill him. Yeah, that's how you know. I think that's the thing. Is like, here's the thing. It's like, nobody knows the Plin- you can still back out of the Plinko game because you're killing all the people, right? So you just have this Plinko situation set up and you can still back out of dying. <laughs> 
But you tell the people you have to die. There's no out. If it hits die, you die. And if it's live, you have to live. But you can still die or live no matter what. Right? We, but nobody's going to know. <laughs> Unless some of these live people are going out there snitching. But then you got to tell them, like, idiot, it doesn't work if you tell everybody else. You know what I mean? So they would have to keep that a secret for their whole lives. Now they got something that makes them feel special. So they're less likely to want to kill themselves. They've got this information nobody else has. That's true. See, I, they got, really should put me in charge of Canada. I would, I'd be doing a much better job over there than, than over there. You know what I mean? They're fucking up in the game. It's true. Dude, you, honestly? Uh-huh. Dude, fucking, yo, just a poutine in every pot, and you're good. Yeah. I think, I think you could parlay mm-hmm. Brooklyn County Committeeman into Prime Overlord minister. of Canada. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I can't fuck with this Prime Minister bullshit. <laughs> I'm going to be Minister Prime. You know what I mean? Like I'm, There's nothing above me. I am the one above all. That is it. That's the only way I can run Canada. Just me and the beavers, we, we get together once a fucking month. We have a little powwow, and I go tell them who to fucking take out. They're my fucking hit squad. They fucking run up on you, just get you in the fucking... I got a couple of moose as enforcers, just in case. Those are my security team. I don't deal with no Canadian peoples. I you, can't fuck with them. You have an animal secret police? Animal secret police. Beavers and mooses. And they fuck shit up for me. It's going to be fantastic. I think I can really run Canada. I, who's going to do a better job than me? Trudeau? That guy wears blackface. You know about that? True, no. Yeah. All right. Moving on. Ahem. All right. Uh, we got to talk about these Chinese protests, Mike. Um, now... Good for China for protesting an autocratic dictator. I think they might know that there is time. By the way, uh, we'll get into this in a second, but there's a couple of other things going on. But uh, uh, So in China, there are massive protests happening against the CCP and Xi Jinping. Now, we talked about a couple weeks back, maybe it was about a couple months back, that Xi Jinping went missing for a couple of weeks. Do you remember we talked about that? There were reports out of India that he was missing. Exactly. There were reports out of India that he were missing that he was missing. You know what? It's the one time I tend to believe India. On China news? I tend well, I don't believe China on China news, that's for sure. True. And I don't believe American news on anything. Also fair. Yeah. Uh and from what I understand, Indian news can often be uh fuck fuck with. But they seem to be closer to China. And they also have two billion people. I think they want to replace China. So I think they would tell the truth. Like, I think they want the Chinese, like, what chi- where China was 12 years ago, where we were just kind of being like, yeah, make all our 99 cent store shit, assholes, before they became, like, terrifying. I think India wants that job. Why don't we just let India do that? I don't know. Or, you know, better yet, Mexico. Mexico wants that job. It's just the tchotchkes will cost slightly more if they come from Mexico. How much more? Honestly, thanks to NAFTA and even some of the Trump stuff that he negotiated, you got to pay better wages in Mexico now, even in rural Mexico, for factory work if it's going to come here without being taxed. So it's, it's going to be significantly more. But the fact of the matter is, Mexico does have the manufacturing infrastructure, and it's also right there. Sure, there are cartels. You know, we can destabilize the cartels by just legalizing cocaine, though. And then everybody will be more productive. Did we just have pure uncut cocaine? First of all, there's, a, there's an Adderall shortage in this country. You know that? I, I heard. Yeah, I told you. 
There's also a Ritalin shortage. There's a Minafidil shortage. There's a shortage of all the things that wake you up, Mike. Except cocaine. Dude, if we legalize that? We should legalize cocaine. I picked, I, we should, first of all, we should be legalizing all drugs. That's the smartest thing to do. But especially if we're having all this problem getting amphetamines produced quick, quickly enough. There's plenty of cocaine. Just put it in pills. They really should make me overlord of everything. Just North, like, just North, North America. America. Yeah, just North America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then and then I'll lose the championship belt somewhere, and then I'll have a fake tournament, and then I'll be also in charge of South America. I'll be the intercontinental overlord. <laughs> It'll be fantastic. Um, but, uh, uh, so, yeah, Mexico has it. But <laughs> That's how we finally complete Manifest Destiny. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's a wrestling match. A fake, against... re- a fake wrestling tournament that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> you just say it on TV. You know that's how they started the Intercontinental of Championship. Course. Yeah, okay. Um, yeah, that's how I become, yeah. Wait, I, wait the final was fake, too? It, they just Yeah, there was no out. tournament. <laughs> I, I believe what happened was Pat Patterson got drunk and lost the North American Championship. <laughs> and... They were just like, well, rather than just build a new belt, we'll just call it the Intercontinental title. And we say, we'll say, because he was like off TV for like a week or something. And they were like, yeah, we'll just say you were in South America and you won a tournament for the South American Championship. And so now the championship is the Intercontinental Championship. Honestly, that's pretty sick. Dude, lose your belt, right? So you you lose a week's pay yeah, yeah, not yeah. being on Raw. I'm sure they find him for losing the belt quite a bit. They, call, they find him the value of the belt, which back then... Those things were a lot more expensive. Right, and they got to make a whole new belt. Mm-hmm. So they're probably charging for the new belt. Yeah. Well, for multiple new belts. For the one for TV, for the one for travel, for the one that they keep in the office. Wow. All right. So you, right, you miss out on one week's worth of work. Mm-hmm. And then you get to come back. Mm-hmm. Chilling. Yeah, double champion. Double champ. <laughs> yeah. It's fantastic. That's the best way to do things. That's worth it. So, like, uh, uh. But anyway, back to the China thing, which is what we're talking about. So they're having these giant protests in China. They're uh, protesting the zero COVID policy, which we talked about on the show uh, when we were talking about Vladimir Putin not being able to watch movies. We were like, it's really showing the cracks in in autocracy and how they can't go back on decisions. Once Xi Jinping decided he was going to have a zero COVID policy, which was just because, which is such a stupid thing. The only reason he actually decided that is not because he actually cared about COVID. It's because he wanted to make us look bad, right? So he locked down his citizenry because that was back when we talked about this back when COVID was still very prevalent uh, and people still cared about it outside of China. Um, But it it became this vanity dick-sucking contest amongst politicians about the numbers. We talked about that very early on in the history of this show. Go back and listen to some of those like weird... They're named after COVID stuff. But it was like, it became this dick-showing contest between governors of states here and prime ministers around the world going, our COVID numbers are here because we locked these people down. Burr, 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 burr. And it was just like, no, like it's just like, this is just vanity shit. And like everything that you're doing, it may be doing something and it might be keeping these numbers down slightly, but you're just doing stuff and you're saying you're the best at this thing that isn't real. And Xi Jinping did it the most And, like, yeah, if you lock people in their homes, you will have lower rates of COVID until eventually something like Omicron happens and then you will just get COVID again. They blame every wave of COVID still on the mail. Like, they literally are still blaming. Like, when, remember when some COVID cases came out right before the Olympics? Yeah. They blamed it on fucking packages coming from the U.S. 
they were still blaming it on the surfaces thing because it's fucking bullshit. So these people are protesting, and more power to them. I'm glad that they're protesting, and uh, frankly, at this point, I'm glad we had protests in this country because you know what? We'd still be where they are. Before I have you pull up the images, though, that I sent you, I need you to pull up the video from Reddit I sent you on Twitter just a little while ago because they're still building a COVID isolation facility in China. It's the world's largest quarantine facility, and it's currently being built. There's a video posted on Reddit. I'd say the top of a uh, damn that's interesting as of this recording. Uh, yeah, pull this up, make it larger. And put this in the show notes, please. Uh, but if you take a look at it, it's like 90,000 units. It's fucking crazy. Those are all isolation pods for people that they need to quarantine. Unless this is fake and that's just uh, some other thing. But I believe this is real as of na- as of this recording. I might be proven wrong tomorrow. Um But so, yeah, it's clear that they're just going to keep doing this forever because it's a greater way to control. You know, they had the social credit score, but now they instituted this COVID passport thing, which the government has complete control over. You can't get into a cab. So when you get into a cab, you have to pull the QR code on your phone and put it up to the cab. And the cab can't take you if the light lights up red, which means you have COVID, which means... And then also that cab driver has to get tested for COVID. They can just shut you. They can turn you off. Essentially, because they can just go in there and you can't get in a cab. You can't get on a train. You can't get on a bus. You can't go through a toll booth. They can turn you off and isolate you. And that's basically what this whole thing is about. It's about control. Right? That's what we always said it was about here. Now, here's the thing. Have you been following this at all, Mike? Did You didn't know about this until I came in today, did you? I knew about the uh, that that video, right, about the isolation pods, the 90,000. Okay, but did you know about the protests? No there have been clue. massive protests in, like, Shanghai and all over China. Now, let's take a look. Uh, you can find the protest videos. They're pretty they're, – they're, honestly, the police haven't gone that insane with them yet. I think it's going to get pretty bad. They've been ordered off the streets. They've been rounded up and brought home, and they've come right back out. Uh, they've been, it's been pretty impressive, and the government hasn't cracked down on them yet, but we've all seen that video of that dude getting run over by a tank. It's coming. It's China. They don't give a fuck out there. They were like, hey, your employees are killing yourselves, killing themselves. Put up some nets. That's the Chinese solution. <laughs> you know what I mean? They, I, I mean, like, it's not, it's, and it's like, it, and it's not the Chinese people, it's the Chinese government. But, like, they're like, hey, 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 you're making a mess out here. Put up some nets for these people. So it's not like they care about human life. There's, when you're the country with the most people, you probably care about human life a little bit less. The whole COVID thing, like I said, is about control. It's not about preserving life. Um, but pull up some of these images that I found very interesting, uh, uh, that I found uh, online. A lot of people were doing side-by-side things from news outlets about these protests and the way they covered other things. Okay. Uh, is from Sky News. Remarkable bravery. Anti-lockdown protesters returned to same spot in Shanghai after being pepper sprayed by police. So pepper sprayed by police is again not so bad uh, compared to the tank thing. Uh, now Sky News also back in 2020. Um, coronavirus conspiracy theorists clash with police at anti-lockdown protest. Now again. 
protesting the same thing. Lockdowns. Okay, let's go to the next image. This is from Adam Schiff, uh, uh, Democrat in uh, House of Congress in, here in the United States. Uh, uh, okay, here's his first thing. Uh, shutting down is a difficult decision, but Gavin Newsom, who has been proven to be uh, very wrong on all of this stuff, is right to do so given the surge in COVID-19 infections across California. We all must do our part to slow the spread and save lives by social distancing and wearing masks. We must act now or things will only get worse. Now, <clears throat> fast forward a couple years, watching in awe of the bravery of the Chinese people, they face a tremendous risk simply by exercising their fundamental human right to free speech and assembly. Yet they continue to raise their voices even the, in the face of repression. America and the world is watching. Now, let's put this out there. California famously arrested one man surfing alone uh, uh, because he was at a public beach outside in the sun in a windy area. Honestly, on the water alone. Some tells me salt water might kill the virus. I don't know for a fact. We might have to inject it in you. Don't quote me on that. That might get me in trouble. Um, but it, they also, the, it was very funny, pointed out the image, probably be hard to find at this point, but they, they arrested one man surfing, the amount of cops that showed up, brought the assembly number to over five, which was unlawful in California at the time, which people pointed out as the hypocrisy. I mean, this is, California was, I called my, a friend of mine called me from LA in the height of the lockdowns in California. She was single and had quit drinking right before COVID. And she was like, well, it's three months in and I'm pretty lonely. Uh, I go for a walk alone here and there, but you're not even really supposed to do that. Now, here in New York, we weren't... Everybody, most of the country thinks we were really giving a fuck about that, and I'm sure people were. Me and you weren't. Um, but And it turns out they were all kind of stupid and pointless. Um, right, I mean, that seems to be the consensus now that the lockdowns were largely unnecessary. Or at least, maybe not unnecessary, but uh, not nearly as effective as they were touted to be, correct? Of course. Okay. Um, all right, let's see. I think there was one more image I sent you. I don't see it. I'm seeing the... I think the, I sent you three. Let me check. I'm seeing the tweets. I am seeing the... Uh, Sky News. Uh, yeah, I sent you. Did I? Did I not send you a third one? I'll well, send it right now. Hold on. The third one. Sorry. Hold on. Did you do it? Uh, Canada. Nope. Uh, no, just be. It's just two. Hold on one second. Yeah, good time, Frank. Yeah, Frank's loving the show this Dude, week. Frankie, good times, man. Yeah, Frank loves this show. Frank it's is crazy. Frank is a massive notes of a good fan. I know it's nuts. Uh, all right, I sent it to you right now. This is from Canada. At the heart of China's protests against zero COVID, young people cry for freedom. That's from CNN. Uh, Canadian government invokes emergency acts due to blockades and protests over COVID nineteen measures. Now break this down. That was from the Freedom Convoy. The Freedom Convoy was less than a year ago. Remember that? And it was mostly outside. And it was about COVID lockdowns. Less than one year ago. That's not The other things I showed you were from 2020, Mike. 
This is from 2022. Right? And what it, think about what the Canadian government did to those people. It froze all of their bank accounts. Yeah, the fact that any... Yeah. Yes, Frank, that's true. Um, the fact that any of those guys still have a job is criminal. Oh, what? Oh, any of the people who made these reports? Or any of these any news of, agencies? Any of the people who fucked with the Freedom Convoy. Oh, I mean, Trudeau's... He's basically God Emperor until I take over. But it just goes to show, I mean... You should be listening to us from the beginning. I don't want to be that guy, but it's just like, I, I'm kind of getting sick. We've talked about this multiple times on the show. We were, we were shitting. I, I did the COVID amnesty thing when I was in Houston, uh, you know, by myself. Um, but it, it was, uh, 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 we talked about the, the masks thing and how I like legitimately firmly believe that anybody who yelled at you for not wearing a cloth mask, which then they later said, well, we all knew those didn't really work that well. Or at all. We all knew that. We all kind of knew the cloth. We said, we said that on the show, famously. It was like, well, you guys would have ratted out the Jews. It's like very strange that it's like, you guys all would have ratted out. They're all doing what the Chinese Communist Party does right now. You know, because the Chinese Communist Party regularly, you know, they have members of the party that will tweet out inflammatory things. Their foreign minister will tweet out inflammatory things about racism in America. They're currently doing a genocide. So literally our government is doing the same shit. Our government, our news media is doing the same shit that fucking China does. It's fucking gross and disgusting. If you're going to use something that China does, serve food very late at night and make sure it's greasy. Be open on Christmas. That's laudable. You understand what I'm saying? Go out and deliver chicken wings in a hurricane. I bet the government's not doing that. FEMA's always late with the food. FEMA sucks. You're going to do something that Chinese people do. Make sure I get my pork fried rice in a blizzard. You sons of bitches. Grow up, start putting nets around things, and get things done. Yeah, kill some people's daughters. There's too many broads around here. Yeah, Your lady and everything up. The men are distracted. Yeah. Yeah, what are you doing? Get these guys to work. If you're going to do some Chinese stuff, do some cool Chinese stuff. Dress like a dragon. <laughs> Come on, Joe Biden. Why aren't you dressed like a dragon? You can do some fucking cool Chinese shit. Do some cool Chinese shit. Make a movie where everybody's got a gun and it's also kung fu. Call it gun fu. Shout out Chow Yun Fat. Moving on. All right. Mike, you got a state senator story for the kid? By the way, how great would it be if I just like years too late started calling myself the kid? <laughs> I like it. You think I should just, yeah, just start, like, just way too late for that to be an actual thing. Just Brian And Callen then just, I'm up. also just old. Uh-huh. Like, I'm old. Wait, when did he start calling himself the kid? Was he in his 40s? Yeah. I'm like, not in my 40s, but. Yeah, I think he was. I'm getting there. He was, like, late 40s. Late 40s, he started calling himself the kid. <laughs> but now, it's like nobody even calls himself the kid anymore, except for, you know, that guy. But, yeah, maybe I should start calling myself the kid. I like it. Yeah. Fucking Chrissy the Kid? Yeah. All right. So, yeah, you said you got uh, some, some story about some state senator for uh, the kid? 
<laughs> yeah, a uh, man running for office <laughs> in South Dakota uh, and charged with child abuse appeared in court Monday. Uh, so he put in a, a plea mm-hmm. that admits his guilt mm-hmm. um, in uh, felony child abuse. Uh, for acts that were alleged to have happened between October 5th, 2014 and October 5th, 2020. What is it? Felony child abuse? Yeah. With his child? So here's the thing. It does not say the relationship to the victim, but mm-hmm. what, let, I'm going to read out the list of like things mm-hmm. uh, that were... Sounds hot. I'm going to read out the list of things that he has to provide to his victim as restitution. Okay. Let's see. So, this is a guy, uh, child abuse, state senator. What state? South Dakota. South Dakota. Okay, South Dakota. I feel like South Dakota is going to South Dakota. You know what I mean? I feel like there's not much going on out there. They got a Smithfield plant. That's where a lot of the pork in the country comes from. Didn't know that. Yeah. Uh, all right, you ready for the, the plea agreement? Let's hear it. Uh the 44-year-old political candidate mm-hmm. uh, would also continue to support the victim in the same or similar manner as he did before the allegations were made, including doing the following. Uh, continue to pay for the victim's course of study, including any tuition fees, books, room and board, at any accredited uh, academic institution. The obligation will cease upon the victim's graduation or until she reaches the age of 22, whichever comes first, according to court documents. A 2017 Chevy Malibu in the victim's possession provided by CoScan will be signed over to her, guaranteeing her continued use of the vehicle. Mm-hmm. Uh, CoScan will continue to provide health, eye, and dental insurance for the victim until she graduates or reaches the age of 22, whichever comes first, according to court documents. And CoScan will have no contact either by direct or indirect means except as authorized by the court with the victim. Mm. Yeah, that last part makes it does seem like his kid. Now, what's this guy's name again? Uh, his name, uh, last name, Koskin. Let me look for the first name here. Um, so now Joel. he's a state, Joel Kolskin from uh, South Dakota, state senator. Uh, is, now, it's just child abuse. This is not a, I mean, is he a kid fucker? Oh, yeah, he was fucking that kid. I uh, mean, uh, I have the. Seems I, like, yeah, if you're just smacking a kid around, you don't have to buy him a car. Okay. You gotta uh, have to. You don't have to fuck a kid if you're gonna buy him a car. Uh, no, it's definitely his. Cause it's definitely his daughter. It's gotta be. He's fucking his daughter. I mean, look. Or she's accused him of fucking her. Bought a car. Uh huh. No, he he entered a plea. I mean, if I'm gonna fuck a kid, I'm gonna buy him a car. I mean, he entered a plea. At least a Power Wheels. He entered a plea that said he was guilty. Koskan allegedly had sexual intercourse with the victim multiple times throughout different residences across the state. He also tracked the victim's location via GPS tracking through her phone and vehicle. Mm-hmm. Um, the Republican candidate texted the victim the day she talked to authorities after tracking her location. Um, you promise you'd never do this. I'm begging you. You don't want to do this. Oh, wow. Well, that implies that he did it. Oh, he for sure did. Yeah, this guy... That text. <laughs> no, but you know, I mean, look, whatever. There's always the chance that, like, this bitch is just like, fuck you, dad. I hate you. I'm going to say you fucked me because you're fucking. Because, like, the plea deal seems like it was to, like, kind of, like, 
make it go away without him having to admit guilt. Correct? Yeah, I mean... That's the way it seems to be structured. Uh, he is seeing no jail time um, for something that does carry uh, the weight of a, lo- a long possible... I would imagine fucking sentence. your... I, I'd imagine incest in general in the state of South Dakota would get you in some sort of trouble. And then uh, if you balloon that to uh, kid fucking, I'm pretty sure they put you in with the pigs at the Smithfield plant. <laughs> He groomed it. Uh, allegations came to light that he groomed a female in his care over the course of several years. Oh, that could be anybody. A female in his care? That could be a pig. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a woman. I, I once bought a pet parakeet, a Chevy Malibu. Uh, according to. <laughs> what? I wasn't even fucking it. He was just a good parakeet. <laughs> Okay, you almost got that. That's insane. Um, he, so he was defeated, um, but it was he lost the election the day after appearing in court on charges of sex crimes. Well, at least he lost. Uh, according to state law, it was too late for him to be removed from the ballot, and he still only lost by like. 500 votes. Yeah, but that's 70% of the population of South Dakota. Dude, no. <laughs> like, I'm telling you, it's cl- like, it was like, it was like, but he's a state 50, senator. It was like 5,500 to like 4,800. Like, <sighs> a, a lot of people still voted for this guy. Like, I yeah, but all right. So let's, let's do it this way. How many of them knew about this? It was, I mean, how much news do you think there is in South Dakota? More importantly, because there's so little news, so often, how many people... That's a, that's an actual big thing. Because you know people don't watch local news anymore. Like, a lot of people do not watch local news anymore. Talk, one of two people running for state senator. State senator is not... Who's your state senator? You. <laughs> no, I'm a county committee man. You don't even live in my county What's anymore. the difference? Exactly, Michael. Now, let me ask you a question. How many state senators are in New York? Uh, it's gotta be- I don't know either, so it's fine. I say- I bet there's one for every county. At least. There's at least 60 counties in this country, in, in this state. I think there's 63 counties in New York. Um, that means there's 112 state senators or whatever. If they do two for, per county like they do the Senate, maybe there's one. Who the fuck knows? Just Google how many state senators in South Dakota. The, oh, the New York State Senate is the upper house of the New York State Senate. It's 63 members. So that All right, so it's one per county in New York. I don't know what it works out to in South Dakota, but I mean, I bet South Dakota is pretty big. I bet the counties don't have a lot of people in them. But, like, I bet it has a bunch of counties. States. Ooh, there's only three Democrats. Well, uh, that doesn't help. In the South Dakota Senate. Yeah, I would imagine. Yeah, in the South Dakota State. Yeah, but that, that actually just kind of makes that makes sense. That's another thing is, like, South Dakota is such a reliably red <laughs> state that I don't think any of them ever watch political news because they just vote Republican. <laughs> so you literally need to be caught fucking a kid 
in, in front of the polling place. <laughs> You'd be like, hey, is that is that Dale? Is he fucking a kid? I'm he couldn't just wait till tomorrow? <laughs> what? I can't have him in charge of my stuff. You can just fuck that kid tomorrow. Why would you even? You couldn't wait. You were such an insatiable kid fucker. You came down here to shake a couple hands. Now you knew we was all going to vote for you, Dale. Now why would you do this? And now I'm fucking this kid. I'm catching you fucking this kid in front of the polling place on, on election day of all days. You know, if it was a Sunday and it was election day, I might, I might not even vote for you, Dale. All right, get out of the damn way. I, you know, I don't even trust you, but I'll damn if I vote for a Democrat. That's probably how it went down. I agree. <laughs> there is a gentleman by the name of Red Dawn Foster. Is he in the South Dakota State Senate? Oh, it's a, no, it's a female. Uh, it's actually a pretty hot Native American chick. I would like to see this. Yeah. This is she's a Democrat. Yeah, she is. Uh, she is the uh, youngest tenured Democrat. Well, she is cute in the South Dakota State Senate. Hmm. Dude, honestly, not even not even fucking around a little bit. I found out there was like a the, there was like a scandal. That rocked the mayoral race of Hilton Head, South Carolina, which is where my folks live. Okay. And it made me think, like, dude, why can't I just move to a small town mm-hmm. and become the mayor? Okay. That's $25,000 right there. Fair enough. That's a, that's a stipend to get me to, like, move there, right? Then you just get a job at the PetSmart or something. Sure. You tell people, like, yo, I'm the mayor. Yes. I'm literally the mayor of this town. Okay. But I'm also like the assistant manager to PetSmart because that's where I get my my dental mm-hmm. from. Make a decent living. That's true. You don't think I'm just saying, I think I'm charismatic enough that I could carry I could become the mayor of pretty much any small town in America. I agree. However, <laughs> you understand that those mayors don't get paid much. So I said $25,000 a year. Yeah. but I, seed money. I mean, me and Stanley were talking about this. We might have to open a... Uh, we're going to probably talk more about this on High Society this week, but we're gonna, we might have to open a shrimp farm, Mike. I'll, I'll be honest, and we're going to need you on board. Well, listen, I, I know somebody who you can bribe to get all of your zoning done yeah, for yeah. your shrimping. We might need... Oh, no, no. the coastal I, town I will be no, mayor no, no, of. No. I need you to become a uh, shrimp... Uh, I need you to become the mayor... Of a small town just outside New York City, so we could sell farm raised local shrimp to all these fucking omakase joints that are po- popping up. Okay. I, I don't know what any of this means, and I don't want to step on HSR's bits. All right, we're not going to do that. We're going to move on in a second, but I'm just saying, I think you need to stay close. There's plenty of small towns outside New York, close to New Jersey. I feel like that farmers a, market shrimp is going to make a lot of money out here. That's a lot. That's a that's a tougher market to campaign in. People are people in New York know me. They know what I'm about. I need to go a place where I can kind of just stroll into town like the Music Man. I don't know, Mike. I don't know, dude. You can farm raise the shrimp anywhere and then just fucking pack and ship them. You pack and ship them? Yeah. What are you talking about? You just put them on ice. It's fine. 
All right. You don't think I can drive an ice truck? I think you can drive an ice truck. I believe in you. Dude, that's my those are my two jobs. Mayor of a small town and ice truck driver. But how are you going to have time to produce this podcast? I mean... You have to commute back here every week from this small town? Well, when I bring the... When I, I guess we'll have to build a podcast studio in the shrimp farm. No, when I bring the ice truck up... Okay. With the shrimp? Yeah. Okay. I'll leave the truck parked out front. Uh-huh. We'll call it High Shrimp Society. <laughs> yeah. It's going to be great. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a whole good thing. What were we talking about? Oh, this guy who fucked his kid. Yeah, uh, so... So you're saying... <laughs> If a kid fucker could be a state senator, Mike Harrington could run a whole town with an iron fist. Now, are you going to be like the mayor from Jaws when we once when we breed a shrimp too large to be contained? Listen, this is this is the crustaceans' land. We just living on it. <laughs> this is a mollusk world, baby. All right, moving on. They got a new name for monkeypox. Do you know about this? <laughs> oh my god! The racehorse is here. As soon as I say the word monkeypox, <laughs> all right, you're mad at the word monkeypox. <laughs> yeah, I can hear that. Okay, so monkeypox. We can't say monkeypox anymore. There's been eighty-one thousand cases of monkeypox. Okay, so so luckily the CDC has come up with a better word for it. You ready, Mike? You ready, racehorse? Mpox. Mpox. Wait. Mpox. 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 That's right. Mpox. It's so silly. Are they, dude? I swear to, if they don't have Hanson, can you imagine? Come and do a PSA. Dude, can we hold on? Can we see if Hanson is on cameo? <laughs> oh, by the way, did we get kicked off Hive Social yet? I will check. All right, we'll do that after this. So Dave Hanson is on cameo. I need the whole Hansons. Oh wait, that's the that's the brother from the movie Slapshot. Oh okay. Hmm. I told you I saw Hanson on the subway once. The all three of them, or all three of them together. No. But it was like years later. No, I swear to God, it You're was in. Lying. I swear it was when I was in my early twenties. I was dating this girl. She was like staring at them, and I was like, I was getting mad. I'm going, why the fuck are you looking at those fucking dudes? Like I'm getting fucking pissed. And then they like get off the train, and she goes, "That was Hanson." I was like, "Why didn't you tell me?" She goes, "Cause you would have called them gay or something." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, that would have been great." She's like, "No, it would have been really embarrassing for me, and really fun for you, as opposed to this, which was really embarrassing for you and fun for me." <laughs> so they have uh, Scott Hanson from NFL Red Zone. Okay. Can we get three guys? Is Chris Hansen on there also? Can we get just three of them to sing Mpox together? We can get Barry Corbin from yeah. One Tree Hill. How is the band Hansen not on Cameo? This is what Cameo's for. Listen, I uh, I like Scott Hansen. The Can we get a right? dog named Manson? <laughs> Chris Hansen. 
Dude, yes. <laughs> Chris Hansen. How Hanley. is that dude from Slapshot more expensive than Chris Hansen? Uh, Chris Hansen, you got to think he's got to be a fucking highly valuable cameo. Do you think that's the real Chris Hansen? That just looks like... I mean, that's his old headshot. That yeah. is what he used to look like. So you think he just goes... You think he... Dude. All right. He must have like a rule like, I won't call your friend a pedophile or something. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like... Because if you could get a video of Chris <gasps> Hansen calling... If I can get a video of Chris Hansen calling Chris Stanley a pedophile today, <laughs> I will, that's the best $75 I've ever spent. Dude, I dig it. How about Eldon Henson uh-huh. uh, from... The Mighty Ducks. Okay. A dog named Manson and Chris no, Hansen. No. They have to all be Hansons. <laughs> we're, we're, we're establishing our Hanson supergroup. Uh, Here, Kay Hansen from the UFC. Okay. I don't hate it. Um, Darren Henson. I don't even know who that is. Yeah. Uh, he's a choreographer. <laughs> who the fuck are these people on Cameo? Uh, I don't know, dude. Oh, we can get Luke Hannon. Oh, I mean, Luke Hannon. I don't know who that is either. Andrew Hansen. He's a musical comic. He can definitely, he can definitely do, he the, can do the... He can do the music for this. He Umbop. can do the guitar for okay. sure. Okay. Um, It seems like we can't get Hansen to do this. Mpox. But what the... F- didn't they have a whole... Cassidy Jansen. Didn't they have a whole fucking... Yeah, you're, now you're just looking at... Cameo. I don't know who ninety percent of people on Cameo are, it, but here's the thing: is it, we got to get back to the fact that they changed the name of Monkey Pox. Mm, box. He's so good. Give it up, man. What? What? Why the fuck? They had a whole naming contest, mm, and they just box. went with. It's they had a whole what? They had a naming contest. No. Yeah, they did. Come on. Yeah. And people submitted Mpox? No. They definitely just went with Mpox. And that's the thing. They're spelling it Mpox. Not even like M-Pox. Three... pox Like the X-Men. Oh, man. They got Mpox heat. Yeah, dude. They got, they got go home heat. I'm just saying, how uncreative are scientists? Mpox? Mpox? Mpox. Mm, box. Uh, I mean, honestly, it's like it's almost like they heard the racehorses' complaints and they were like, Look, "We gotta call." Yeah, it's it's, it's as bad as the N word. Yeah. Are we gonna have to call? What are we gonna start having to call monkeys? And especially since we're starting our monkey business next week. Oh my God! You heard the whole thing about the monkey business. I don't think they're, he, they're gonna, he couldn't get him into Studio B, remember? Oh, yeah, that's true. They're actual, but they're actual monkeys that climb up trees. And, oh, my God, they're not people. I'm not calling anybody that thing. Jesus Christ. Um. What the fuck was I talking about, Mike? Mm, box. Oh yeah, right. We we gotta. It's just it's just it's so stupid. Just call it monkeypox. <laughs> I get it. Some people are mad. I get some and, and some animals are very upset about the fucking term, but it's just 
just fucking call it what it is. Did, did a fucking did did uh, 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 Marcy from Married with Children get mad when it was called chicken pox? No. No. Is there another type of pox? A pox on both your houses? Yeah, there's that one. But there's got to be another animal pox. Is there a rhino pox? There's a rhinovirus. No? I, I don't know. These I have to pee so bad. All right. I'm just Moving waiting for on. you to move on to a new yeah, subject. I'll, I'll move on and I'll do an ad and you go pee. Moving yes. on. Folks, we got to talk about a sponsor that I love quite a bit. I love all of our sponsors, but you know, one of my favorite sponsors is the fine people over at YoKratom.com. Here's the thing about YoKratom.com. YoKratom has been a sponsor of this form of podcast for as long as I can remember at this point. I remember back when I was a baby, I used to suckle at the teat of YoKratom. I would sit there and i go... Oh, what is that? Green Borneo titty milk? Uh, that's what I would say. I would say Green Borneo because that's my favorite. But then I also like the train wreck. And I'm like, I want to mix up all the Kratoms together. I want it to be called train wreck. And I love train wreck Kratom. And I was like, uh, and I was like a little baby. So I didn't really have a lot of money. But luckily, I can go to yokratom.com because it's the home of the $60 kilo. And I'm like, nom, 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 nom. I love my cheapy Kratoms. Nom, 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 nom. And then I would have $60 worth of Kratom and I would sleep on it. It would be my pillow as a baby. Would be, I would make an entire, I would line my whole bassinet because I had to do it myself because I didn't have, uh, I had negligent parents. And I had to line my, my own crib with, uh, it didn't have bedding. It just had springs. It was like a box spring. It was a, a very uncomfortable crib. And so I didn't have a mattress. So I would just lay on kilos of Kratom as a child. So I've been uh, at the teat of Kratom for quite some time. It's just, it, and it's only $60 a kilo. A $60 kilo of Kratom at YoKratom.com can be yours. And you don't even need to go to a gas station or anything. Just get your Kratom at YoKratom.com. It's the home of this $60 kilo. Moving on. Mike, let's talk about Starbucks. Do you know about the Starbucks thing? No, what's going on with Starbucks? So Starbucks had a massive unionization protest last weekend. Um, there was some hubbub on Twitter about people crossing the picket lines. Now, did you know that Starbucks... Now, you're not the type of person to know this sort of thing. But you do work on another political show that leans left, correct? Yep. Okay. Um, did you know that Starbucks has had... And I'm pro-union. Uh, Starbucks has had uh, significant inroads into unionization, despite being one of the only fast food chains. Honestly, it, you know that if you work 20 hours a week at Starbucks, you can get health benefits? It's actually a great place for senior citizens to work, or people who are like kind of at the point where they're not quite on Social Security and Medicare yet, but they've retired and have a pension— you can kind of go and work at Starbucks part-time. Let's say you're 55, you've done 20 years for the city. You can go work part-time at Starbucks, and you can get medical benefits while you're collecting your pension, while you're waiting for your Social Security and your Medicare to kick in, right? It's kind of a great thing that way. Starbucks is a mostly good company. However, some of their employees have decided that they want to unionize, and I personally don't think that's necessarily a bad thing. As long as it's voluntary and they're not keeping out people who don't want to be in the union, I'm perfectly fine with the union. Um, 
So they had a mass protest. The, the You know, Red Cup Day is the day that they give you those uh, free red cups if you want them to get refilled. So they had this massive protest where people went on strike for Red Cup Day. There's a, uh, you, can get a, you can get a site map if you go over to, let me see, I have it right here. Uh, red, it's a sbworkersunited.org slash red-cup-map. Uh, or just go to sbworkersunited.org. You can pull up the map. Um, so it was all over the country. Tons of stores. Uh, Twitter had a whole thing where people were going past the picket line, which you never go past the picket line. Even if you hate that union. You don't go past the picket line. You look like an idiot. You look like a real jerk. You know what I'm saying, Mike? Of course. This oh. is the no coffee, no, no contract, no coffee. There you go. So, now we were talking, the reason I want to talk about this, again, Twitter said that people were going through picket lines. There were people arguing on Twitter. Now, who knows if these are just trolls or whatever, saying that all I keep seeing is pictures of people on picket lines wearing no masks in public. Uh, that was a lot of the hubbub. Uh, what was uh, what's that? Uh, Taylor Lorenz was supporting the woman who said it's okay to cross the picket line because if you're disabled and they're not masking in public, Taylor Lorenz is a popular punching bag for anybody who hates leftist media. Um, if you don't know who that is, just look into it. She's a terrible person uh, who tries to make other people seem like ter- terrible people. She's basically faceless. But she's created media campaigns to seriously slander a lot of people. But that's neither here nor there. She, uh, she was the one who went after the libs at TikTok. Uh, she went to their mother's house. Remember we talked about that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So she got into it saying it wasn't. it's not that big of a deal because it is ableist to not wear masks in public when you're assembled in a large group, uh, even if it is a picket line. But however, if you have an autoimmune disorder and you're scared of uh, 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 getting COVID— you probably shouldn't cross a picket line full of unmasked people anyway. Uh, but beyond that, this kind of goes into the thing. Remember we were talking about last week uh, how I said, um, you know, they say that younger generations have not gotten more conservative. And I basically said they have gotten more conservative. Uh, well, they've, got, they've, beca- they've become the, they just don't vote Republican. They've right. adapted the worst qualities of the Republican Party. One thing, though, is that they probably wouldn't vote for a known child fucker. Uh, uh, as we talked about in the last story, uh, uh, and you said it before the show, you were like, uh, uh, yeah, that's one thing. It's like where Republicans will always be terrible. You could be a known fucking pedophile, and they're so busy trying to find mysterious hidden pedophiles that they'll vote for a known pedophile to keep a Democrat out of office. Also because of taxes. Correct? Accurate. Um, But, so here's one way that the younger generations have gotten... So, you know, the older generations, the boomers and such, they might eat... They're more of a Dunkin' crowd. You know what I mean? The boomers, they don't really do Starbucks like that. Hey, you're actually right. Yeah, it's a younger, it's our generation and younger that are really the Starbucks generation. And uh, I feel like Gen X fucks with Starbucks. Oh yeah, you are Gen X. Old no, I'm technically bitch. a millennial. I'm the oldest of the millennials. Mm-hmm. My year is the last year of the millennials. Um, but you know, these generations are supposed to, but again, suppo- there's not much more, uh, 
if you're not supporting the labor movement, there's nothing more Republican than that. Might not necessarily be conservative, because I consider myself fiscally conservative. I just consider human capital to be capital, and collective bargaining is just pooling capital. Right? That's all a union is, is collective bargaining. You're just pooling capital. Elizabeth Warren says she visited the picket lines at a Boston Starbucks. Doesn't Boston already have um, unionized Starbucks? No, Buffalo. Ah. Um, so, and I think they're trying to get a nationwide union in the stores. But the, the actual issue here goes to, I looked up the quarterly earnings for Starbucks. Now, this has been going on for over a year. And, like, here's the thing. Starbucks has been accused of tons of union-busting tactics. So, basically, they said any store that doesn't unionize, all of the employees will be getting raises. That's super illegal. Uh, there's all sorts wait, of... Wait, 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 wait. What? It's, yeah. So, basically, they sent out a corporate-wide memo saying, hey, if you're voting to unionize, just letting you know, if you vote to not unionize, we will give you a pay raise. So they were like, well, because obviously they could just take away the pay raise. Or that new incoming employees won't get that rate. You know, Starbucks has a churn. And I think that's actually the thing. Some of these bigger companies, particularly in the hospitality industry, they want a churn of employees. They don't want people there. They don't want lifelong employees. They want, and if you're in a union, there's incentive to stick around because you have a pension. You have a 401k. You know what I mean? Like, if you have health benefits, that's incentive to stick around. But if you're not making enough money with health benefits, you're going to try to get a job elsewhere. These hospitality jobs, they like having a churn. So why is it illegal? There's just laws against union busting, and that's one of them. You can't, like, bribe people to not join. You can't bribe people to vote against a union. They've also done, like, a ton of other shit. They've done, like, intimidation tactics. They do a lot. They've been accused. You can look it up. They've done a ton of shit where they've been accused of, like, really shitty corporate practices. Uh, they'll, so, basically, if a store, a store can be profitable, but if it votes to unionize, they'll just shut it down. Because all Starbucks are corporate stores. They're not franchises. Because you're not going to be able to unionize a franchise. You know what I mean? Because they're all independent-owned businesses, technically. So how are they able to unionize one store? Just the members of that store just join a local union. It's not like they create one union. They join the hospitality union for that state. So like whatever, I did work for Local 52, right, when I was doing, um, when I was doing work for NBC last year, right? And that's part of Yahtzee, right, which is a group of unions, but it's like Local 1 in Jersey. So like you kind of have to like, even they pull some shady shit. They're just like, yeah, just don't tell anybody that you're not local one that might actually work in Jersey because then they'll make you pay Jersey taxes for a day or some shit. Um, but like, it's so they do they do all this stuff. But what's funny to me is like again, this goes back to my point, where it's just like these people have just like I will not drink at a Starbucks once I found out they're union busting, unless it happens to be. The only coffee I can get near where when I need coffee, which is almost never the case. I've had Starbucks twice in the last week. I almost never drink Starbucks because they're union busting pieces of shit. That's why. And I get called a right wing crackpot all the time, Mike. Mm. 
And I guarantee you that's why bitches that are drinking Starbucks most of the time. If you're drinking Starbucks, you're a, you're a fucking right-wing crackpot. I want you to know that right now. There's no, you're, just, you're just feeding the scabs. If you are supporting Starbucks, you're a terrible human being. That's it. But that's kind of my point, right? Like if they're... Back in the day, that used to matter. If somebody was doing union-busting tactics, this is before the internet even, so it wasn't even like really out there like that, their sales would dip. People would not fuck... Like during the labor movement, people would not fuck with a company who was fucking with their employees. Amazon sales are up. Starbucks sales are up. How is this generation not more what maybe you don't want to want don't want to call it conservative or republican? You're just the same level as shitty. You're just voting for Democrats. Right? So now maybe is the time for a new political party. First of all, there's like three different centrist parties. Your boy fucking Bowen Yang has a party. Um, yeah, but he stinks. Oh, Andrew Yang. Yeah, yeah, him too. Okay. And then Eric Weinstein has a party. Who? I have the fucking Joe Rogan guy. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. The fat guy. He's got a centrist party. And then uh, there's all these centrist parties that are popping up. And I like, it's just, they're all grifts. Andrew Yang's a grifter. Eric Weinstein's a grifter. All these centrist parties that are popping up, they're like NFTs. They're just NFTs. Like, there's a lot of practical usages. But it's really just people propping up to steal your money. And they're going to be gone in a few years. You know what I mean? Hmm. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I'm just wondering, like... What? How did Yang make his money in the first place? I don't know. He ran against a guy who was the CEO of Starbucks, though. That's pretty funny. Did he? Oh, Schultz? Yeah. Um, how did Andrew Yang make his money? I think software? I'm just saying that because he's Asian. Yeah. Wet markets? That's more likely. Killing firstborn daughters? Mm. Yeah, he did have that pod business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was selling, um, he was selling uh, bricks in China. <laughs> Just such a terrible racist. Jesus. Thing to say. <laughs> just, just such a fucking. Why did I say that? When also, why what does the race? What does the racehorse not care about Asian hate? I don't know, dude. It's the racehorse's call. Just such a fucked up mean thing to say. Why bricks. did I? Yeah, just selling bricks. <laughs> Jesus Christ! No, that's great. That's fucking awesome. <laughs> oh, so mean. <laughs> wow. Um, his political party is forward. Yeah, the forward party. Yeah. Not onward, but forward. Burr, burr, burr. Remember that fucking coked up JFK speech? No, what? You never saw that when he was talking about going to the moon? <laughs> no, what? Dude, you... Dude, you, I can't believe you've never seen that. There's a just fucking... JFK Just on. coked out of his face, dude. He's just like, And I sit here today, and we're not going onward. We're going forward and upward, and our country to the moon. It's just fucking crazy, dude. He just... He was hitting the fucking GameStop to the moon back in the 60s. Hell yeah. 
Hell yeah. Oh. <laughs> All right, but yeah, it just proves my fucking point. I don't know how Yang made his money, but it's just I just wanted to. This is old business, but I just wanted to prove my point further, and I want to keep coming back to this because there's something that bugs me about that. Because all these guys my age, like they sit around, and they go, "Well, you know, we're the better generation. We didn't start voting Republican." It's like you're just shitty people. You wanted to lock us all down, rat out the Jews for not wearing masks, and fucking uh, uh, now you cross the picket lines at Starbucks. If you're still buying Starbucks, Starbucks money is not down. They're expected to make more money this quarter than last quarter when this just got publicity. Although I suppose you didn't know about it, right? Bro, sorry. I just looked at how Andrew Yang got his money. Selling bricks? Dude, straight up grifting. Really? What was it? So he got a $200,000 grant. Um, to the David start, Prize? To start a nonprofit. Was it the David Prize? It was not the David Prize. Okay, good. Um. Yeah, he set up this. Uh, uh, Yang was recognized as a champion of change by the White House, uh-huh. um, and just got like a whole bunch of money doing that. Uh, it had a goal of getting a hundred thousand people jobs. Uh-huh. Uh, the New York Times found a hundred fifty. The goal, what they got two hundred thousand dollars for, was to find a hundred thousand people jobs. They found a hundred and fifty people jobs. Nice. That's not how he made all of his money. I mean. So, and then he, okay, so through the VFA, right, which was Venture for America, this this uh, thing he did, mm-hmm. he uh, became an advisor to a number of different startups, and I'm sure he got paid handsomely to do that. Mm. Yeah, that's true. He made a lot of money. Yeah, that is straight up grifting. I'm telling you, I don't trust these centrist parties. As a centrist, I don't trust any of these centrist parties. You know what I mean? It, it reminds me of the neutrals in Futurama. You know what I mean? They were always up to something. You can't trust the neutral. <laughs> Remember what Zap Brannigan said? That you can't trust the neutral. You don't know where they stand. That's how I feel about all these centrist parties that are they're starting to spring up. Whereas, like, there are like v- valid parties that maybe. Maybe don't control the presidency, but have some seats. Libertarian Party, Green Party, you know, Working Families Party. My grandmother used to always vote for the Right to Life Party, which, I mean, get that shit the fuck out of here. She used to say that to me all the time. Yeah, the Right to Life Party. Uh, uh, uh. And she would be like, you should always vote for the Right to Life Party because at least you know they'll stay on the ballot. And I go, why would I want those people on the ballot? <laughs> that really, wait, wait, that wait. really shut down the conversation with my old Catholic Republican Irish grandmother quite quickly, Mike. So she would she would vote for them just so that they could remain on the ballot. Yeah. So she could keep voting for them in the so future. They can keep, she can keep voting for them in the future. She was. A, <laughs> I was like. I was like. I was like. I was like. You're really a one issue voter, and it's abortion. <laughs> yeah. You had seven kids. Yeah. Five of them are drug addicts, Grandma. Uh, <laughs> I loved my grandma. She was a sweet lady. She's just a little stupid. Uh, do you think that, like, do you think the Republicans now still think that there's people like your grandma out there? There are still people like my are grandma. Are there really? Out there. Yeah, because you know what it is. Once you get dementia, you become like that. <laughs> yeah, they're not going to last much longer, though. Well, that's the thing is like now it's like what happens. So it's like I think there's going to be. Look, I look, I think there's a, there's clearly a lot of people who are still registered Democrats secretly voting Republican. 
Like, it's just clearly what's happening. First of all, all Jews do that. As somebody who, <laughs> as somebody who petitioned for the Democratic Party when I was 18 for money, go to a Jewish neighborhood and start ringing bells, and they just go, we vote Republican. And I'll be like, but it says here you're a registered Democrat. I'm like, meh, we always vote Republican. So they just don't vote in the primaries. Like, yeah, they don't care who they're voting for as long as... Uh, it's the taxes. Yeah. I mean, I don't even know. They just It might be the right to life thing. I, who the hell knows? But I, I'm telling you, when I, was, when I was doing paid petitioning for the Democratic Party in, in Midwood, Brooklyn, which is very, very Orthodox Jewish, <laughs> they all told me they voted... Why is that funny, Frank? Jesus. Uh, they all told me that they voted... Republican, constantly and repeatedly. All right, I guess that's the end of the show. What do you mean? Oh, I don't know. I got nothing on this topic. Moving on. You got something else, Mike? I was gonna save this last thing for next week. What's that? I mean, this fucking. I, mean, I went through a consp- I went down a conspiracy hole yesterday. Well, play the thing. I went through like a conspiracy hole uh, recently. Do you know? Do you know what the LifeLog program was? Doesn't sound real. Uh, it is real. It was a real thing from DARPA, which also I didn't think was real because I thought that was from Lost. But uh, um, you know, you know, DARPA is the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, which doesn't that sound like what they used to call like Shield in the fucking comics? Yeah, DARPA, DARPA. Yeah. No, I mean, remember Shield was like the. Strategic hazard intelligence espionage logistics directors. I can't believe I got that right just now. It's definitely what Shield Shield stood for multiple different things in the Marvel comics, and that's definitely one of them. Um, but so DARPA LifeLog uh, was a project of the Info- Information Processing Techniques Office of the Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency that was the goals of it was to be able to track somebody's life um, <clears throat> from birth to death, including all of their major milestones, career goals, uh, personal likes, dislikes, hobbies, habits, etc. And they uh, they put all this money into this and then uh, uh it shut. It was shut down February third, two thousand and four, which is coincidentally the day before Facebook launched. Is I'm going to need a reaction from you, Mike? For people who can't hear that, Mike is whistling. Um, Sorry, the mic was. I'm. I'm stunned. Yeah. That, that's a crazy. Did you not? You didn't know about this? No clue. I found out about this yesterday. The crazy, like it's like it's like whenever you think conspiracy theories aren't real, you read that level of coincidence. Like the fucking government went. Ah, it seems like they already they figured it out. Seems like they figured. It out. Yeah, they're good. Coincidentally, the dude who seems the most like an android launched a product that's going to kill us all that does the exact same thing these guys were trying to do. It's fucking bizarre. 
And what got me really into this is I started looking through this is like who's in charge of uh, the information processing techniques office. And it turns out it was a guy named John Poindexter. Come on now. I, I don't know if John Poindexter is the reason why that slang term exists. But can you actually look up the uh, what the name, the surname Poindexter means? Because if you look up a picture of John Poindexter, you'll be pleasantly surprised that he is indeed the visage of a man you assume's name is Poindexter. That's a Poindexter. Take a look at that Poindexter. <laughs> However, let's read, hold on, let's read that first paragraph on that Wikipedia page real quick. John Marlon Poindexter, born August 12, 1936, is a retired United States Naval officer and Department of Defense official. He was Deputy National Security Advisor and National Security Advisor during the Reagan administration. He was convicted in April 1990 of multiple felonies as a result of his actions in the Iran-Contra affair. But, coincidentally, his convictions were reversed on appeal in 1991 during the George W. Bush administration. It's almost like they went, hey, it's pretty rare that a president gets, uh, that one party gets three terms in a row. Let's make sure we put this guy in jail. Oops, we got another one. Let him back out. Uh, then here's a crazy thing. This guy did this job. He did the information job. This was an information gathering motherfucker. He, and you're going to like this part, and this is what's weird to me, and this is what makes me think every conspiracy is real. He's a 2020 election denier. Poindexter is? John Poindexter is a... 2020 election denier his entire thing was to gather all the information so Trump might be telling the truth I don't think so but I don't know that threw me for a loop when I found out that guy was an election denier because it didn't seem like the kind of guy who'd be an election denier you know what I mean dude his old ass has a son who's an astronaut that's what I'm saying. That even makes that makes it make less sense. And he's like, he's risking it all for a billionaire? Unless you really believe it. And like, I firmly have always believed that fucking Trump lost that election fair and square. But it's like, it's a weird guy to throw in there, throw in the hat. Maybe he's just old as shit now and he's going a little dementia fucking addled. But like, I just found out about this guy. I just found out the life log thing. Then I found out about this guy was involved in fucking making it a real thing. Then you find out that he got fucking bagged for Iran-Contra. So you're like, all right, this guy's in the fucking mix. And then the guy who's in the mix like that goes, eh, yeah, they did that. You know what I mean? Because he's out of the mix now? Bro, Buddy was... Buddy was... His kid was flying uh, military jets into the Gulf. Uh, as his dad was in prison. That's what I'm saying. That's nuts. His family's kind of crazy. Well, the first, the first Kuwait war, right? The first, the Kuwait war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In, yeah. in, the, in the 90s when... Yeah, 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 Desert Storm. Yeah. And he's in, he's in a military prison and his son's still serving in the military. Um, yeah, he's a... 
Uh, hold on, wait a second. Poindexter faced criticism from the media and some politicians about the policy analysis market project. What is this? I didn't even see this when I was going through all this. It's a future exchange. What the fuck? Bro, they killed this kid. They killed this. Who killed this kid? The Arabs? I don't know. Trump? He died from injuries received from a water scooter accident. A water scooter? Yeah. His astronaut son. Wait a second. Well, that's the thing. They couldn't get him in space. <laughs> but he's the most vulnerable in the water. Because that's the most opposite <laughs> of space there is. <laughs> like, in space, you can't breathe anything. In water, you can breathe water. But either what? Way, but either way, you die. <laughs> I'm telling you, this makes sense, <laughs> Oh, all right. Now I got to look up this policy analysis market. We got a whole lot to do before next week. This has been a great show. Very fun. Moving on. There's an official end to the show. This is the official end. This is, I, I enjoyed this show. This was a good show. What do you think, Mike? You're wrong, Chris. This is a great show. I thought this was pretty good. I think it's a return to form. That's what I like to call it. Mm-hmm. I think we got a lot of things done. We talked about uh, hitting babies with bricks. <laughs> Frank <laughs> was laughing the whole time. A lot of fucking, a lot of kid fucking. Yeah, well, that's because I gave him all that sativa weed earlier. Uh, and then uh, just uh, hitting, we hitting kids with bricks. We're smoking crack in here. We're doing all sorts of fucking crazy shit. Um, yeah, it's been notes of a goon. This is we're, we're going to be back next week. Check out High Society Radio. Check out Mike's uh, live streams every Saturday about all the combat sports on his Instagram page, the M Harrington. Follow me at Chris from BKLYN Twitter and Instagram. Go rate and review this show. And you know what I need you guys to do? When I post highlight clips to this show, I post them on my social media. I post them here, and I know you've already listened to the show. Just go comment. Go like and comment on the videos. If you want this show to be a bigger show, because frankly, Mike, if we were making significant money on this show, life-changing money, would you do this show four days a week? Yeah, obviously. Okay. Even if it wasn't life-changing money, even if it was just good money, it was a decent chunk of change we were making on this show. If I made as much money doing this show as I would as the mayor of a small town... Well, look, we still need to open a shrimp farm, whether we do this show or not. But if you want the show to grow, tell your friends about the show. I know it's maybe we might get into some things immediately where your friends might go, hey, they were talking about hitting children with bricks and stuff. I, I get it. I get it. But maybe just, you know, I, I will put up more clips if you people will share them. Just like click the like thing. We need, we need help. We need help. I'm getting fucking stared at by these fucking stoned gas digital employees. I'm going to go out there and start fucking kicking the shit out of them. They can't even hear. Can they hear me? No. Good. I'm going to go fucking kick G-Mike in his dick. Good night. Well, show me the way to the next whiskey bar. Oh, don't ask why. Oh, don't ask why. Show me.
next whiskey bar I tell you we must die I tell you we must die I tell you, I tell you, I tell you Tokyo. 